Hey, what up, boys? We're back. It's the Bad Pipes Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Weaver. With me today is one of my best friends in this whole freaking world. It's Scott Kelly. Scott, tell, tell him how you're feeling today. I'm feeling wrathful. 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 You know what? I was going to go buy some eggnog today, and then I forgot. Because I wanted to get zogged on the nog with our boy Hurt Zog. Zogged on the nog. With our boy Vanna Hurt Zog. Uh, yeah, we watched Aguere the Wrath of God. Now, I know what you're saying. You watched Hurt Zog, and this is like the episode that's coming out before Christmas. Yeah, buddy. You want to know why? This movie starts on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> this is technically a Christmas movie. Hey, yeah, you know what? That's true. So, the Scott. expedition began. Aguere yeah. the Wrath of God. Aguere the Wrath of God. Uh, this follows Francisco Pizarro's uh, expedition to find El Dorado, the city of gold in South America. And like the, I mean, was this even the 1600s? I don't even know. Um, yeah, I'm not certain. Um, I don't know. Uh, it was right after he had, um, so Pizarro was Incan born March Empire. 16th in 1478, and he was assassinated June 26th in 1541. So, uh, I think that this was happening probably in the 1500s. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. So, yeah, he, I guess, what, he went through and conquered the Incan Empire, took a bunch of slaves, and then went to go find El Dorado, the city of gold. Yep. A doomed expedition. As yep. the movie tells you in the beginning, the only uh, surviving document of this was a journal by a... Uh, I guess he was what, like a Franciscan friar or something. Yeah, a, brother, brother he was Gaspar, a Catholic guy, brother Gaspar de Carvajal. These Spanish names, dude. Yeah, he was a monk. They're so extra. <laughs> yep. So this is Werner Herzog directing, uh, famous German director Werner Herzog. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with him, if you've ever seen the first season of Mandalorian, he's the German guy that uh, hires the Mandalorian to find the baby. Yes, yes. Um, he's got the sort of uh, old man Arnold Schwarzenegger accent. Yeah. Uh, the movie was put out in, what, 1972, I believe? That's what Google says. Yeah. So it's an epic historical drama produced, written, and directed by Werner Herzog. Uh, Klaus Kinski stars in the title role of Lope de Aguere. Yes. Um, um, who is, I mean... He's a little fucking snake. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I guess he would be considered uh, the... Like, the villain but also the he's kind of the main character and that like he's simultaneously yeah. the i mean he's kind of like the antagonist but like he's the one that's pushing 
the plot forward the whole time. Yeah. Um, no, he, he is very much a snake. He, I mean, so, you know, Pizarro sends the, the, I believe it is, he picks out his four main men who consist of, um, the leader, what, God, who, what was his name? Uh, Don Pedro de Ursua, um, who is named the commander of this expedition to go forth away from the main group and find, you know, Scott ahead to find El Dorado. Um, second in command is, uh, you know, uh, Aguere. Don Lope de Aguere. Um, he is put in second in command, uh, representing uh, the, uh, the the crown, the crown or the, of Spain. The crown of Spain is, uh, I believe, it, who was it? it was Don Fernando de Guzman, de and Guzman. then um, representing um, uh, representing the faith is our boy, brother Gaspar de Coverhall. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. That's so, uh last episode we kind of talked about uh autism and we talked about uh Zack Snyder um and how his thing was like tone ambience whereas with Werner Herzog I think you would talk about perspective. Uh this is an interesting movie and in the it the perspective like your view from the camera is almost always over the shoulder of a one of the Spanish um you only see like conversations between them uh there are like native slaves with them and you never get a a camera shot from their perspective it's always like looking at them or looking down on them or something of that variety yeah uh yeah and then um sorry what uh, I was going to say, I believe those four men went out with, I believe, 40 other men, including quite a few of the slaves. I can't remember how many exactly. Yeah. But the initial expedition had 40, 40 total people on on the expedition. They they took, what, three? I think initially... Oh, four. I think they initially had four rafts that they were going down the a, a river in the, the Amazon. You know, rainforest. Yeah. Um, and things fall, fall apart very quickly because uh, they hit rapids. Uh, one of the, the the first one of the rafts gets caught in a I can't remember what they called it. It's back. like a backwash or something like that. Yeah. So basically, it was stuck on the other side of the river. They couldn't get back to their side of the river. Overnight, yeah. they're attacked by Indians, mm-hmm. um, who slaughtered them. Uh, yep. <laughs> I think I not they... long after that, the expedition uh, like declares independence from Pizarro and the Crown of Spain. Yeah, I think it was pretty quickly after that raft is attacked. Uh, Aguirre decides because uh, I, I believe Ursua was like, "Hey, we lost a bunch of guys. We're just going to go ahead and call this and head back." And Aguirre is like, "He wants final Dorado. He wants the glory." He decides, fuck no. He basically yeah. stages a mutiny, declares that Ursua is no longer in charge. Don, uh, Don Fernando de Guzman will now be in charge and essentially claims him emperor of El Dorado. And they, you know, 
they denounce Spain and create their own state, essentially. Yep. And it just it continues to d dissolve into madness through there because you have Aguirre pulling the strings. It, I, I, it, it, did, it definitely, it's, it felt very clear from the get-go he put Guzman in charge as almost like a figurehead that he could manipulate. Yeah, like a fall man kind of guy. Yeah. Like, it's oh, like anytime a bad decision happens, it's on him. he'll take the, uh, yeah. Exactly. And Klaus Kinski, too, in the role as Aguirre is just like so good in that like he just comes across as so fucking unlikable <laughs> oh yeah like we talked about him being a snake but he's like slouching all the time and walking with like this this goofy slouch mm -hmm. oh man he just comes across as a snake and like that's yeah. his role in the plot is just like he's this fucking little uh, snake. i think i think we forgot to mention that uh along with all of these companions and the men that they bring are two women they bring ursua's mistress as well as um aguari's daughter yeah is along on this this voyage yes um and i think in the in the mutiny ursua gets shot uh, and then um, branded a, a traitor uh, to the new emperor. And then he's... Yeah, they basically had people uh, falsely testify that he'd been, like, paying them. Oh, yeah. It's a, uh, it's a, essentially a kangaroo court, uh, you know, a... Yeah, uh, they even have that line where they, uh, they have Guzman sit on the throne and he's like... Mm -hmm. Can you really? What does he say? He's like, can you really call some planks uh, with a piece of felt over it a throne? Yeah, I think, I think he said some rags and sticks, a throne, and uh, Aguirre is kind of like, isn't that what it is, anyways? Like, isn't that what a throne is by design? Yeah. Um, yeah, so you start to see these like kind of classic uh, German cinema, like absurdist ideas come in, where it's like. How can a man own land? Like, how can you own land? Like, land ownership is a weird idea whenever you think about it. Like, oh, this mm -hmm. plot of dirt right here belongs to me, and no one else can have it. Um, yeah. So you get you get the beginning of that with, like, the throne, and then later on you have Guzman uh, as they're like floating down this raft and they've been like dwindled down by these Indian attacks. Look at one side of the river and go, everything on the left is ours and everything on the right is ours. I'm <laughs> signing this piece of paper to say so. By my estimation, our region is now twice the size of Spain. And you're like, dude, it takes an army of like thousands of people to control Spain. Yeah. And you're like and it's six dudes, on, dudes a on a bunch raft of wood. at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, God, man, it's just like, like just thinking about like what they had to go through to film this because they're they're on rafts. Uh, you know, they probably had like boats for camera work to get like establishing shots for the raft. Mm -hmm. Um. It's just everything looks wet. Everything looks wet all the time. It yep. looks hot. They're all wearing these like costumes of. I think the costume is actually like pretty historically accurate because like 1500s they would have had like the big puffy sleeves and stuff like that. 
<laughs> they're all wearing like breastplates and steel helms and, and things like that. Uh, yep. They've got the pole arms. They have the rifles with the uh, the rifle stands actually <laughs> that like stick to like hold the barrel up because uh, the rifles that they had at that point were all like six foot tall, you know. Yeah. Um, they have a cannon. They got a cannon on a fucking raft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a horse. Yeah, a horse. A horse starts acting up, and they just fucking throw it off on the side, and he swims over. Yep. That was, like, the saddest scene to me. It was, like, just leaving the fucking horse there. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. That poor fucking horse. Those were some ugly horses, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean... Fucking it, Aguari at one point screams at the horse to get out of his way, and it falls over. Falls the, the water. It's like, yeah. oh my god, dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Jesus. Uh. I saw somewhere just... that someone emailed uh, Werner Herzog one time, and it was like, "Do you think that the horses in movies know that they're actors?" And he was just like, "Hi, thank you for your email. No, the horses don't know they're actors." <laughs> 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 yeah um no they all just descend slowly into madness over thinking that they own the land and are gonna find a, a city of gold yeah yeah so like there's a lot of themes going on in this movie about like power um madness uh those i kind of coupled like subgenre under power there is like the idea of like land ownership ownership of people um oh what was the other one uh oh shoot my brain doesn't work so well anymore <laughs> yeah um ownership yeah, of land like, ownership of people just um, these like absurdist ideas of power like yeah. Oh, that's what it was. El Dorado. Uh, so you've got this, like, Christian people that rather than, like, searching to bring, like, the peace and love of Christ to these savage natives, they're, like, looting and burning villages that are, like, cannibal mm -hmm. villages, apparently. Yeah, I think, and... I think the scene... Uh, there's the scene where uh, basically they kill the, the two... Uh, natives there because as soon as, as soon as they hear like oh like you don't follow the word of Christ like they're just like oh like they they basically, they basically just off them and then I think I think it really hits when um I I, I can't remember if it was Aquare or someone was speaking to um uh to to brother uh, Carvajal and saying like because they, they mentioned el dorado and he carvajal kind of goes oh well and and we should really be bringing the word of christ to them as well and you know converting them yeah and he and goes that line don't you want to replace that silver cross you lost with a with cross a gold of one. gold yep. and he turns around has that like mad look in his eye and you're like oh, yeah geez you can you can see the look on his face it's like it's very clear and of course he's been the one that's like kind of uh sane <laughs> uh not so much sane but like he's been the one that's like been uh 
oh what's the word like not catalyst but he's he's the one that's been like pushing the the change of power from like Pizarro to uh Ursua to Aguirre and to Guzman, Guzman. and then Aguirre yeah like he's been the one that's been like validating all of it mm-hmm. um and then like in that moment is where like he's he's fully turned right he's He's gone from him like reading Aguirre's uh, proclamation that they're uh, independent now and they're like rebelling from Spain. Uh, he's like reading that kind of like fearfully. He's like, what the fuck are we doing? And then they get all the way down the river and he's like, you want to cross a gold, right? And like he is fully accepted it at that point. Yeah. And even whenever uh, Ursula's mistress, I forget what her name is. Uh, comes it, it, in and it's like we need to do the right thing he's like well you know god has always been on the side of the strong <laughs> and you're like what <laughs> yeah um rotten tomatoes has a 96 percent for this movie imdb yeah, 7.8 out of 10 83 percent of google users like this movie yeah um, yeah 96 on rotten tomatoes from critics 91 from audience it's up there yeah How'd you feel about it? Uh, I liked it. I thought it was well done. Um, it, it, I don't know. It's, it's a good, his, you know, it seems like it kind of tells a, a very clearly not actually 100% how things happened. Um, but trying to stay pretty historically accurate as far as like the time period and how things, how things probably would have gone on an expedition into the Amazon for these people. Yeah. And uh, Google oh. here is saying that this was an hour 40. It didn't feel like an hour 40 to me. It felt very well paced. Oh, yeah. Like there was constantly something driving the action forward. Very yeah. different from like the modern streaming area where it's like, oh, we got to pad pad this movie out to get it like two and a half hours so that uh, our streaming time looks really big. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, like, even the, the ending scene where he's just, like, doing laps around the boat, like, following the monkeys is so just, like, kind of encapsulates, like, the madness of this this whole expedition, right? Um, which brings me back to that other point. Like, yeah, it's these, like, Christian guys that should be looking to, like, create a, like, heaven on earth kind of situation, right? Like bring the peace and love of like God and Christ to these like uh, unhinged man-eating people and instead they're all looking for like a city of gold like the epitome of greed and lust and uh, opulence and like the true kingdom of gold is heaven right like Mm -hmm. and instead they're like pursuing this human just epitome of sin (laughs) yeah and like the ways that they've gone about doing this as well murder theft slavery uh violence against you know the natives like it's all just unhinged um but yeah like again coming back to it like the the historical accuracy of it as far as like costuming and all of that stuff uh, felt legit. Like, if you, whenever you're looking at like Warhammer Fantasy, right? 
and you're like, how legit is this? Like, it's it's on par with like what would be going on in this time, where it's like, yeah, we have a cannon, we've got a few handgunners, and then we have like a bunch of pikemen, basically. Uh, that's pretty much what they have <laughs> going on this this expedition. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Out of ten, honestly, I think like nine and a half. I think this is a really good movie. I don't think yeah. that like Shelby would have liked it, but I definitely did. Yeah. Um. I I I'd say I'd give it a nine. Yeah. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. It's good. Yeah. I am disappointed that I didn't buy eggnog so I could title this Getting Zogged on the Nog with Herzog. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, wow. We've only been recording for 20 minutes. Do we talk about anything else now? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Do we just put this out as like a short episode? Yeah, we'll just put it out as a short episode. A one, a one movie episode. A little one instead of our, movie. Instead of our traditional three, our traditional three movies that we do. Three movies talking for two and a half hours. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, so that was our discussion on Aguari, The Wrath of God by Werner Herzog. And, uh... Go watch it. Yeah, go watch it. Uh, he's probably the inspiration for me saying that I hate French. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. There's a little video. Look it up on YouTube. Uh, Warner Herzog on language. Right? Yeah, on languages. Yep. I hate French. I would only speak it if you put a gun to my head. <laughs> and that's actually the one time I did. That's and good. I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> alright well just a short and sweet little uh, Christmas episode here for you um, yep. Aguirre Wrath of God uh, overwhelmingly uh, recommended by the podcast yeah if you if you made it this far thank you for watching uh, music by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio that's true and if you want to uh, talk to us you can do that at uh, cryptidworksofficial at gmail.com or if you want to talk to us you can do that on twitter at on, on twitter at at bad pod and if for some unhinged reason you wanted to support us uh, watching movies uh, you could do that at uh, patreon.com forward slash Bad Pipes Podcast. Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. Uh, Happy New Year. Tell your dog I love them. Good night. Bye. <laughs>